From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, hey, good morning. Welcome to Friday, TGIF to you and yours from we and ours. Ah, you know what today is? Game, game day. day. There you go. <laughs> All right, we welcome you into the program. It is game day, uh, and we are off and running for a Friday morning. Glad to have you with us. Let's uh, let's go around the horn. We're going to start at third base. Ward White, how are you? Outstanding. Over to first base. Fantastic. I didn't I, I didn't call your name. You're not coachable. I mean that's that's clearly you got to wait until I announce your name. Ryan Fox. Good morning. I'm good. Happy morning. I, I, are you paying attention? I asked you how are you. I said uh, I'm good. No, no. What did I say? I said good morning. That's what I said. Yeah. Good morning. Anyway. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm sleepwalking this morning. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, what is the address of the radio station, Ward White's? 5501 Bagby Avenue. D- make note of that, 5501 Bagby Avenue. Anybody on their way to work this morning uh, that would like to drop off uh, some breakfast burritos, <laughs> we're all about it. I mean, I'm just saying, if, if you so choose, if your little heart desires. Wow. I'm begging. Ah, <laughs> well, you had a long night. I did. More ways than one. More ways than one. Uh, that was a good Middle Othian team. Make no mistake about it. But again, there was just boy for a second straight week, just not a whole lot of rhythm to to what Waco was doing. And you put those two together, short week, and you find yourself on the short end. Of a sixty-six to nothing loss. So, uh, yeah, just for Lennon Held's team, it was just it was a tough go, and you had a freshman, quarter, yeah, freshman quarterback, and guess what? He looked like a freshman quarterback making his first start, and Middle Othian looked like they knew that they had a freshman quarterback making his first start. They blitzed him from every they they blitzed him from the time they were getting off the bus. So it was. Uh, I mean, that's that's what you do. Yeah. So he proves he can beat you. Get out of it. Yep. Uh so that uh, that's what we had there uh, on the program. And, and by the way, both of you guys got big games. I'd say big games. They're they're big non-district games. I mean, it's look. University's trying to get to 500, and they've got a chance to do that, right, tonight? Yeah, they'll be on the road at Copper's Cove. Uh, kickoff was scheduled for 7, but it has been moved to 7.30 per Coach Cat Laster. So the pregame show will start at 7 on Star 104.9. That is the second consecutive week we've had a game in our building change game times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Temple College Station High game last week was scheduled for 7. And when I got there, they said, Y'all are early. Well, no, not really. Well, the game kicks off at 7.30. Excuse me? <laughs> okay. Thank, thanks for sharing. Uh, and then your game, you got an email yesterday. 
with uh, your game moving to 7.30. I don't know why, and I'm sure they have a good reason. Ward White, uh, you got a 7 o'clock kick? 7.30. Seven, that's right, because normally all the game, the only game that was scheduled for 7 was the College Station game, and it got moved to 7.30, right? Yeah. Uh, so you had a 7.30 kick, a 7 o'clock broadcast against Arlington Martin. In your prep, pretty good football team, huh? Really good football team. Real good football team. They, they've beat uh, Lake Travis, uh, and they beat Cedar Hill, which we know now that Cedar Hill doesn't look like Cedar Hill at the moment. No, uh, not at the moment. I mean, they for the last 10 years, they've won at least eight games, and they're 0-3 right now. So, Isn't that bizarre? That's very bizarre. Very bizarre for them. That normally so, just does not happen. No, not, not Cedar Hill. So. Yeah, and if Cedar Hill's anywhere else, they're winning championships, but they happen to be hunkered in there with uh, all those good teams. Yeah, and well, they've won that district before yeah. several times. So, I mean, that's this is highly unusual for Cedar Hill. And then they lost to Allen uh, in a close game. Uh, so, this is a good football team that's coming into Wildcat Stadium. They like to run the ball, get ready for a big dose of that. Uh, but they will take what the defense gives them. They're, they're not afraid to throw the ball, but they would rather line up and just come right at you downhill. So uh, defense has a challenge in front of them. Offense, they've got to get back on track uh, and, and be more consistent this week than they were against College Station. I saw something unusual last night. I saw a, First of all, I saw an option team, a triple option team, that never got in the true wishbone. They had all the wishbone rules. You know, die pitch option. But they never they never lined up in the true wishbone. Now they were in the inverted wishbone once or twice, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it was pistol with a halfback and they would take the slot receiver, motion him back into the backfield, and then he would turn right before the snap and head back outside. He'd come in, he'd head back outside, and he would be the trail back. Yeah. It, it was a it was interesting concepts. And then a lot of times they just operated with the quarterback, the pistol back, and then the halfback, you know. Uh, and sometimes it was like in a offset. I mean, they, they they ran about 47 different formations. Smoke and mirrors. In the same five plays, you know. And they just gave you different looks. But my, what my point was going to be is most of the time when you – because the intricacies of the triple option, I mean, you you've got to have that stuff down to an art. So you spend a lot of your time. Watch the academies. Watch Air Force. Watch you know. Watch Navy and, and, and those guys. I mean that that option, that triple option is it. it, it, it you've got to have that down to a science. So therefore, you're you don't spend a lot of time throwing the football. This team last night could spin it. They had two quarterbacks, and you couldn't tell them apart other than their jersey number. I mean, they looked, you know, body types were the same. Their height were the same. Uh, their ability to lead the team was the same. I mean, it was it was 1A and 1B. I mean, it really was. And then they had a wide receiver that can go play anywhere. I mean, anywhere. He is that talented. And they, they threw it a lot. A mm-hmm. lot more than I thought they would. Right. You know, I thought it was about an 80-20. Well, they threw four touchdowns last night. Right. I mean, they, 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 you know, they, they, they can spin it. So, and, and they do it well. And that's why I was a little surprised because most triple option teams are not really equipped to throw the football 
And when you get them two scores down, you feel pretty good about it. I guarantee you this team's if they ever get two scores. No, and if they ever get two scores down, they're gonna be they're gonna be okay because they can spin it. And they play really good defense too. Uh so yeah, that was that was last night. And, and tonight, so we've got Temple over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Mm-hmm. And we got University over on Star. And what are we doing here? Rangers, I think. Yes. Oh, you know what? They didn't lose last night, by the way. Did not lose. Good. So great. fired up. They didn't play, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't lose. And, and then we'll have the Friday night high school football scoreboard show here at uh, 1030. All right. So that's kind of what uh, what what uh, the weekend is. And then Saturday we'll have Baylor here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. We'll have UMHB over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh Longhorn broadcast on Star, Aggie broadcast on Kicker. We've got we got a lot of games coming your way. And then Sunday afternoon, your Dallas Cowboys mm. and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Joe Burrow coming to town, bringing his 0-1 Bengals. Who leaves 0-2? Is it the Cowboys? Yes. <laughs> he, he let me finish. No hesitation. Did he? he didn't even let me finish. So we'll we'll talk about the Cowboys in our next hour, but I, I wanted to get a real quick thought because we're up against the clock. Uh, I don't know when he's going to be back, but he's back practicing. Michael Gallup. How much help does he give that inexperienced quarterback Cooper Rush? I mean, he's we don't know. I hate, I hate to say it's a whole lot because we just don't know. We don't know how is how he's going to react. Correct. To the injury mm-hmm. coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say rehab was great and he's ahead of schedule and everything else, but until he gets out there and and has to really go for it, you just don't know. So I I, I don't know. I'm trying to find a report. He, he went through, you know, yesterday was one of their padded practices and there's mm-hmm. not many in the NFL anymore. Uh, and he went through a padded practice yesterday, seven on seven the day before. So he's got to be getting close. But what does close look like, one? And then once he's back, what what does Sundays look like? That's exactly right. You just don't know. You don't know how much help he's going to be. Is he better than what they have? Well, got to be. You'd hope so. I mean, Ryan would be better than what they have. Right now. And then how do you have a kid that you love through the entire process of camp and he doesn't see the field as a wide receiver on on Sunday. How's that happen? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? It it really doesn't. And I'm you kind of like what RJ brought up yesterday. I I'm still a little bit surprised that Mike McCarthy has not walked over and said, "Give me the play chart. I'm going down swinging." But. It it just proves that he's been told from upstairs that is not acceptable. Well, the other part of that is he's always got somebody he can go, I, I didn't do it. He did. Yeah, but, but he's ultimately responsible. Yeah, absolutely. So At least in I, the I, – I, I don't understand that concept that I didn't do it. In the construction of a coaching staff, in most cases, he's the dude responsible. Well, I again, if that was – that was my team, and and the offense was inept as it is under Kellen Moore. 
I, I'm sorry, but I'm grabbing the play chart, and you can you can see me after the game. And here's the other question: Are they running a Mike McCarthy offense, or are they running a Kellen Moore offense? Well, they're running the Kellen Moore offense. So there's no doubt. I mean, just just look at all the. Then why is Mike McCarthy here? I. I mean, if, it, it, look, you, you hired him because he was an offensive mind and and the pedigree it, it, from you know, and he brought he brought all those skills from Green Bay mm-hmm. after sitting out a year, and you wanted a big splash hire. So there you go. Well, but you put, put a seatbelt on him. Seven twelve. We are off and Another running. Example: What's wrong with this organization? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that in twenty five years of. Uh, ineptness so anyway it man it's just it stings i mean when you think about it in those terms it stings they've been losing longer than this guy's been alive (laughs) Uh uh-huh and when i say losing i mean not getting to where not getting to where where cowboy fans and look sorry i don't apologize for expecting this organization to get to a championship well no we've seen enough of them we know what it looks like if you're going to be America's team, you should be better. Yeah. You should be. And you know what? All of the networks want you to be better. Everybody Every, wants well, you to be better. Because they sell more tickets than anybody. They're good for business. Yes. They're good how for long business. can that sustain? Well, look how long it's. I, mean, I know, but I mean, at some point, doesn't it have to. Doesn't you have would, to shine, have to wear off? Ward, you would think, but they line up at the stupid gate to run in to get a standing room only ticket. They're, I, they're knocking each other over trying to get to the... I know. Are you kidding me? I I know. I get it. I understand that. but it's, And they'll do it Sunday. At some point, that's gotta... Does it? I don't know. I mean... I, I'm about the end of my rope. Does it? I mean... You Sunday night, I'm, you watch bad football. I'm a generational, lifelong cowboy fan, and I'm I'm on the brink of saying, I'm done, I'm done. I was listening to Greeny yesterday, and he was talking about until you show me something different, right? Yeah, he, he Greeny was talking about being a Jets fan, oh. and how his dad was a Jets fan, and how mm-hmm. he's teaching his son to be a Jets fan, and how hard it is to be a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, again, how many championships has Ryan seen? How many championships, Ryan? Settle. Huh? Zero. Oh, okay. I thought you said several. I was like, where was I? <laughs> uh, I, I you have, have you I mean, seen him? Have, have, I mean, my my son has not seen him. He he's he was alive, but he doesn't remember right the last Cowboy Championship. He was two years old. I've only seen two playoff wins in my 21 years on this earth. Two! Against Detroit and Seattle. Blaze will be 29. No, he is 29. Excuse me. Wow. I know. I mean, and you and I are old enough to remember the 70s Cowboys that were winning championships and Tom Landry and... Absolutely. And the string of about 75 years where they made the playoffs every year. Yeah. (laughs) It's not 75, but you know. You know. But the whole like. roster was our heroes. Yeah. You knew the whole roster. You knew the numbers. Still know them. Yep. Still do. They would come to town and be at the bank and sign autographs. and Or bring bring about eight or nine guys and they would have a basketball team and do a fundraiser for your high school. Yeah. They did that stuff. 
and they would they would come to football practice. I mean, kind of cool stuff. But you, the expect. I mean, it became. You just expected the Cowboys to be in the playoffs. You expected the them only, to win the Super Bowl every the, year. The only question was just how deep are they going this year? Hey, you know, it, it, it felt like it felt like our birthright that the Cowboys were going to be in the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. it just did. It just did. I, right. I remember when the Cowboys would lose, it would be devastating in our household. Yeah. How did for, that happen? Yeah. You know, for the whole family. The whole family would gather to watch the Cowboys because we had the Cowboy antenna. And we had Roger Staubach. And as long as you had Roger, you had a chance to win. Mm-hmm. He was going to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Just the way it was. And you didn't have to suffer through a whole lot because, you know, at the end with Tom Landry, they were still – a pretty good football team until they weren't right. But it didn't take long to rebuild back up because Herschel Walker, (laughs) well that, and you know, you you go get Troy Aikman, which was the previous regime. I mean, Jimmy Johnson inherited Troy Aikman, but you know, you were bad enough that you went and got a number one quarterback. When's the last time the Cowboys drafted a number one quarterback? Oh, that would be Troy Aikman. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, 17 after – so you're saying Quincy wasn't your guy? Oh, my God. 17 after 17. I this. went to a game not too – and don't mean to drag this out, but I went to a game not too long ago, and I promise you, I, it may still be on my phone. I'll look. There was a guy standing as I was walking from the press box going to, to meet somebody on the concourse. There was a guy standing there watching the game in a Quincy Carter – Jersey number 17 ladies and gentlemen oh I I really wanted to walk up to him and go one what are you thinking and two where in the world did you find that <laughs> and how in the world did the Cowboys, and why would you wear it why would the Cowboys let him wear 17 do you realize who the original 17 is Craig Morton Don Meredith well, it wasn't Morton before? 14. 14. Oh, that's right. He was Craig 14. Morton was 14. Stahlback, right. 12. Don Meredith, 17. 17. How in the world do you give 17 to Quincy Carter? Hey, uh, I, we're, we're right. We're off and running. It's 18 after 7. We'll talk about last night's NFL game. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. It's Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni this Saturday morning prior to the Baylor-Texas State game. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni at 7 a.m. We'll have a look at the game, scores, highlights, and a whole lot more. Don't miss Game Day Live this Saturday morning at 7, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. 
With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Cotuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotez Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love. 
without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 724, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car biz. And, man, we're glad you're with us here on a Friday morning. Got high school football coming up tonight. We got college football tomorrow and uh, NFL football for you on Sunday. And the NFL week began last night. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. I was I was busy with Waco High. Uh, in 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 Middle Lothian. All right, guys, talk to me. It was a uh, it was a, um, a it was a different presentation. It was it was um, Amazon Prime. That's mm-hmm. how you got your game. Yes, it was streaming video, mm. and you had Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah, who's the sideline reporter, by the way? Anybody know? Did the, did the name jump off the page or no. anything? I don't remember. What did we think? Of the of the presentation, before we talk was, about the game, Al Michaels was good as he always is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he he's he's really good. Um, it takes a little bit to get used to Kurt in an NFL setting. You're not used to that, are you? No, just not. Um, but he, I I don't think he was bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just you're not used to hearing him in that set. I I think he's better at college football because I think he understands that game and knows more about that game so probably has a better passion for that game yeah Yeah. and once he gets into the flow of this i think he'll be fine uh other than it was like watching a bruce lee movie because (laughs) the audio was about 10 seconds behind the actual what was happening You, you know you were able to fix it right yeah, I'll, I mean, temporarily, I would close the stream and then reopen it, and it'd be fine. But then 10, 15 minutes later, uh, the, yeah, the same I, thing would happen. You know me. I'm not that patient. Plus, yeah. I was doing other things while it was on and, you know, would take a break and sit down and watch Bruce for a second. Lee movie. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. So, in weren't there reports coming out of the Metroplex where a little more heavily populated areas, they, they couldn't even get the stream open? It would yeah, just sit there and spin. Yeah. Pro- probably so, I guess. I mean, it depends on... I guess where you're trying to pick it up. Dad had no problem. He he had it on in in his man cave going. So, yeah, good for him. Um, I, I, now, but, I, I mean, you know, look, it, I, I do I like it on streaming? Well, what do you think? I know what you think. That's why I was wondering <laughs> if you even paid to watch it last well, night. Well, I did not. It's because I already have Amazon Prime for other reasons, and so. That's just a gimme for me. Get ready, big boy. This is the direction we're going. And I'm not gonna watch it if it's like <laughs> if it's like that. I will not uh, buy a Hulu or a Yeah, you will. No, I won't. <laughs> I will find I will find a radio and listen to it that way. I'll say this. Here's the confidence that the NFL had in in Amazon Prime, or or maybe they, or you know, that people would actually purchase Amazon Prime to watch the game. In the two local markets, 
Los Angeles for the Chargers and Kansas City for the Chiefs. It was televised on a local television over over the air affiliate. The 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 Fox affiliate had the, the Charger the broadcast. Hometown. Yes, to make sure that you were not well, paying for the for NFL. It. They, well, they were assuring that you didn't have to pay to watch the game. But eventually, eventually. Now, in the NBC affiliate had it in 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 Kansas City, so the the local NBC affiliate had it in KC, and the local Fox affiliate had it in Los Angeles. Everybody else in America, you had Amazon Prime or you didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to be, <laughs> I guess you're going to be buying stuff off Amazon so you can get Amazon Prime for free. <laughs> You're not getting it for free, by the way. No, you're it, not. It, it's if you if you do if you go that route, you've paid for it. Yeah, I mean, look, I I pay for Amazon Prime, and and I do. Um, I don't watch it a whole lot, but I do watch it some. So, do you have Big Twelve Plus? No. You got ESPN Plus? No. Do you? I have ESPN Plus. Which which provides you Big Twelve now? Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, yeah. Yes, yeah. I do have. I it. do not. Will not. Yes, you will. Will not. <laughs> it's five ninety nine or something. Yes, you will. Not doing it. Oh, that's a burger, Ward. That's not a burger. Doing it. <laughs> it's a hamburger, not a cheeseburger, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's six ninety nine. Oh, that's exactly right. Okay, seven twenty nine. That's uh, the game itself. It was a good game. It was, yeah. Real good game. Entertaining, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Pat Mahomes has played very, very well. Um, Justin Herbert played very, very well. Boy, I heard some audio from, from Pat Mahomes. Woo! He said, uh, hey, look, I'm just a guy from Texas Tech. I'm not supposed to be in the NFL. So every game I go out, I, I, I feel like I got to prove it. I was like, whoa. He has a little chip on his yes, shoulder. Yes, he does, and there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, I by like the way. that. Absolutely. I like the moxie. You know, to have that chip on your shoulder and to stay focused. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he he knows that he, every time he steps on that field, he's he's got a challenge out in front of him, and I, and I like that in my quarterback. Yeah, he's, nothing, nothing he's wrong with fun that. to watch. Yeah. Now you guys got to see it. What a 99 yard pick. Yeah. Yep. Justin Herbert threw it. They uh, threw the ball. Got it inside the ten for a first and ten. I mean, he he made, they're going in right. Made two really bad throws and then found um, receiver right down the seam in double coverage. I might add, got him first and goal, and then he expected the receiver to turn to the inside, uh, and he so he threw it on his inside shoulder, and a rookie um, defensive back jumped the route and took it ninety nine. How about that? Yeah, a hamburger guy from. Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> Have you, if, you, if you've heard the radio call from the Kansas City radio station, they talk about this guy having worked at a hamburger joint in Augusta, Georgia, and now he's picking one and going 99 yards. He, he, he had that description not after the play, during the play. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was crazy. All right, so a 27-24 victory for Kansas City. Uh, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, streaming video. Ward's going to buy, and he keeps saying he won't. I mean, I you, you learned a lot it. of things. I already today. have Prime. I Prime. didn't buy it. But what if the Red Raiders are playing for the Big 12 championship or the right to go to the Big 12 championship, and it's on 
ESPN Plus. Not buying it. He's not telling the truth. I'll listen to the radio call. Oh, my goodness. All right, 731. We're going to talk about Baylor and uh, Texas State. That is coming up tomorrow. But first, let's get to the Cowboy Report with Christy Scales. And it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. You can check them out at richardcarr.com. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. One of the league's brightest stars is coming to town this weekend. It's Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, and he'll share his thoughts on Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys host the Bengals Sunday, and quarterback Joe Burrow looks to rebound after throwing four interceptions in the Bengals' week one overtime loss to Pittsburgh. After all, last year's league leader in interceptions, Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs, who had 11, will be ready for some takeaways. Burrow knows to be wary of Diggs. Yeah, he makes a lot of plays, obviously, with however many interceptions he had last year. It felt like a million. He's not afraid to take chances. He's going to jump routes, and he's going to – you got to be aware of who you're throwing a 50-50 ball to when he's covering him because he's going to go make a play. I mean, I think he's a, a former receiver at some point in his career, so you got to be aware of that. Bengals Cowboys kickoff is Sunday at 325 Central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Dust off your boots, Waco, and come to the 70th annual Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB at the Extra Co Event Center. The Fair Fund begins October 6th through the 16th, and this year's One Hot Rodeo presented by AIP Energy will have more nights of rodeo than we've ever seen. From professional bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, mutton busting buckaroos, and much more. Gear up for one of the rowdiest rodeos in town. Get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We'll see you there. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new porky pig tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value, available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. 
What does home look like to you? Do you think of curling up on the couch and binge watching your favorite shows? Cooking a gourmet meal in your well-appointed kitchen? Hosting a party in your backyard by the swimming pool? Then let Regency Park Properties show you the way home. With over 35 years combined in real estate experience, let John and Ellen Derrick help you discover your next home. Call them today at 254-777-8510. That's 254-777-8510. Regency Park Properties in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Wicklow Lions now 0-3 after a 66-0 road loss at Midlothian. The University Trojans, meanwhile, visit the Copper School Bulldogs tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Other games on the high school schedule tonight include China Spring at Conley, La Vega at Lorena, and Temple hosting Arlington Martin. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor is at home tomorrow entertaining Texas State. The game kicks off at 11 in the morning, and the pregame starts at 7 o'clock with game day live on ESPN Central Texas. Week 2 of the NFL season got underway last night with the Chiefs beating the Chargers 27-24, and five Astro pitchers allowed Oakland only three hits in a 5-3 Houston victory. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. It is 737. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ricky Thompson from the broadcast team is going to join us in a few minutes. But right now, let's let's do talk about uh, Baylor and uh, and the uh, Bobcats of Texas State. What, what obviously this this is a football team that should go win this game. I don't I don't think there's any doubt. Uh What are you looking for in this football game? I think you should come out fast. You should be crisp, uh, and you should leave no doubt in this. This this thing should be um, well in hand early, but more than just being in hand, you should look crisp offensively, defensively, have some pop in your step, uh, not make mental mistakes, don't have silly offside penalties, holding penalties should be limited. Um, you know, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Be have a clean football game and. In a crisp game and, and get out of there healthy. I, I, and I think that, that this is one of those games. Do you do you take anything away from the BYU game? As far as what happened in the BYU game to have it, it you you should not even know you played BYU when you kicked yeah. this thing off. But you, you do take some things away from that game you, as you, you move forward. You should have Monday, yeah. but that should be gone by now. And that's a great point. And the other night, I guess it was Wednesday night, it's the Baylor Coaches Show from uh, the Baylor Radio Network in Learfield. And John Morris, your host over at Rudy's, and he had Dave Aranda on the program. And one of the things that Coach Aranda talked about was uh, what he learned. I have to do a better job of really being on the lookout for just our young guys and their mindset and kind of what – you know what they're what they're reading what they're believing and all of it i think you know some of the i think i've talked about a lot of those things i haven't talked about it as specifically to them as i need to and so i learned that um i learned that offensively we're still hunting for an identity you know so we're two games in and 
have yet to really do that and, you know, have plays that are you would love to put on a cut-up of, hey, this is us. We don't have a lot of those yet. And, um, you know, I, I talked to the, the, the team today and said, you know, the, it's been a while since we've ran the ball the way that we want to run the ball. And so um, you could say that for throwing it, too, in certain aspects. And so I think there's a lot to work on and improve there, and every, everybody's on it. And so you feel good about the momentum that's that's starting with that. It's always good to start with reality, man, you know. And so you feel better about getting stuff off your chest and then other people feel better knowing where they're at. You can kind of work together to get to where you need to go. And, and then I think defensively, you know, I, um, I learned that we have to get more pressure out of our rush and we may have to be more creative and call more pressures. Right, if the rush doesn't take hold, I really love how we defend the run, but you know uh, our transition from run to pass has to improve, and um, you know th- we we may have to mix in more pressures if we're not getting that to improve the way we need to. You know what? I, I was thinking about this. First of all, a lot of these questions came from the audience. They're they're great questions. I, in, in, later in the program, if we have time, we're going to hear another question from the audience. Because you get a great answer from Dave Aranda. I, I like the fact that he's transparent, uh, Ward. I mean, yeah. he says, hey, we got to do this. We got to do – it's not coach speak. I mean, no, it's he's, not. that's the one thing you can never accuse Dave Aranda of is coach speak. Mm-hmm. You may say, I don't understand the answer, <laughs> which <laughs> that happens to me a lot. <laughs> right. What would he say? Uh, but uh, the one thing he's not going to do is give you that coach speak stuff. But that, that was a great question from the audience and a terrific – response that you know you're like yeah i get that that makes sense so we'll see saturday morning 7 a.m for (laughs) and you can bring those burritos out there too if you like (laughs) (laughs) game day live presented by the office of baylor alumni that'll be out at uh, td alley touchdown alley and uh, we'll uh, we'll get you rolling for the first couple of hours before we turn it over to john jj ricky Derek, and the entire crew and uh and and Brooke and and everybody uh, with the with the broadcast. So there you go. All right, uh, seven forty one. We're nineteen away from eight. We're going to continue talking Baylor and Texas State. I also got a couple of questions for Ricky concerning BYU. Uh, he was down at field level. He of all people will know how loud did that stadium get? I, I heard it was rocking, and uh, there were sixty three thousand primed up and ready to go at. Uh, what, 8.15 local time, 9.15 Texas time, which it ended up getting bumped back a little bit too because TV. But anyway, uh, we'll get into that uh, with Ricky coming up in our next segment. Uh, we are uh, presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. I meant to check with John because John's been checking with uh, the Emory's on, on the progress of the new facility. I drove by it, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before. It's I mean, it's got to be close. I think they may be in there just doing kind of some of the uh, finishing touches on it. It's uh, it's going to be an unbelievable facility out on Loop 340 next to Busby Feed. They'll continue like they have since 1943, serving Central Texas and and uh, and building that reputation and maintaining that reputation one customer at a time with uh, great deals on me- residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns. Uh, angle iron, garage and carport covers. The list goes on and on. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches. 
and uh, for all your fencing needs. And they also got uh, that square tubing, one half inch up to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as a uh, deer stand and ornamental iron jobs and all those things. So they've got it for you there at uh, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're open 24. No, they're not. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. Uh, and Saturdays eight until noon, and they're still doing business at, in Bryan and down in their and uh, still at their Waco location for now at nine thirteen South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And of course, they deliver and they unload. And you can always check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe twenty four seven at pioneerboys.com. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotez Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBO. UBEO.com. 
And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Waco Lions now 0-3 after a 66-0 road loss at Midlothian. The University Trojans, meanwhile, visit the Copper School Bulldogs tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Other games on the high school schedule tonight include China Spring at Conley, La Vega at Lorena, and Temple hosting Arlington Martin. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor is at home tomorrow entertaining Texas State. The game kicks off at 11 in the morning, and the pregame starts at 7 o'clock with game day live on ESPN Central Texas. Week 2 of the NFL season got underway last night with the Chiefs beating the Chargers 27-24 and five Astro pitchers allowed Oakland only three hits in a 5-3 Houston victory. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson presented by Alliance Bank. It's the Bears and Texas State coming up Saturday. At 11 a.m., and uh, we are joined now by Ricky Thompson from the uh, Baylor broadcast team. Ricky, first of all, before we talk about Texas State, let's go back and talk about uh, the BYU game. You were down at field level. Just how loud did that stadium get? Well, I tell you guys, it's hard to compare because there are a lot of loud places, but uh, I was impressed. I thought it was really loud. Their students came in about two and a half hours before the game, fill the student section. Uh, it, it's a great place to play. I mean, I always enjoyed playing on the road. I liked it. I just, to me, sometimes it was less pressure on the road than it was at home. But uh, back to that point, I do, affect, I do think it affected our game in some places, particularly with some of the younger guys. No question. And that's, I think, a lesson that's got to be learned because, look, you're back. You're, some of your tougher games this season are road games, including next week versus Iowa State. Yeah, that's right. And I think ultimately these guys will learn that a home crowd on the road can really add some momentum, can add some fire in your belly, and really get you going. I just think. That's what you have to learn is to feed off that crowd either way on the road or at home. And I just don't think they were ready for that. Uh, you, you can do everything you want to do Monday through Friday, and you can talk to those kids all you want to talk to them. But Saturday's different. It's different at home even, and it's really different on the road. And I think that had a huge effect on our football game. And in spite of that, we had about 10 ways to win that game and didn't do it. So there's, and I'm saying that to say, in spite of the way we played, we nearly beat a really good football team on the road. Did this team get better on Saturday in your mind? They better have. Uh, 
I think they learned a lot. I really do. I think probably our receivers may have had a long week of practice. I, I don't think they performed very well. I think there's plenty of capability out there. I think they cut some routes short. I think they just were very, very tentative, and that happens. Uh, remember, all those guys, not a lot of experience out there. What was it when the season started? Four catches? That's not a lot. So uh, I just think that we will get better. They'll learn from it. Uh, they'll be agitated about it. They should be. And I think even offensive line-wise, that, that's a group that is really, really good. And I don't think yet this season we've seen them play the way they can play. And that's all good. I'm just saying it's still there. And I think a game like that, let's go back to Oklahoma State last year. Lost 24-14, to 14, didn't play very well at all. Had 200-and-something yards offense. That's it. And then reeled off eight out of nine. So, I yeah, I sure do think you can learn from games like that, and hopefully we did. Coach Aranda said uh, in the passing game, receivers, quarterback, and the blockers, obviously that's the offensive line, they were tentative. And I was, and, I, and that kind of surprised me because, as you mentioned, that is the strength of the football team is the O-line. Uh, and and they they were tentative, and, and you just said that they haven't played their best football. And, and I'll ask the simple question, why? I don't have an answer to that. Uh, I don't know that the coaches really do, and I think that's probably surprised them some, particularly up front. Uh, we've got a couple guys that have chances to be All-Americans up there if they play, and that makes a difference in a game, particularly when we're breaking in a, a new running back, uh, honestly, three new running backs. And I think it's really important that they gain that confidence by knowing up front, these guys are going to take care of them. They're going to have the holes there. All they've got to do is find it. And I just think none of that is meshed at this point. And with that, I think it's put some pre pressure on Blake Shapin. We're talking about a kid that is really talented, but, again, he's one of that group that doesn't have much experience. And I think he was affected Saturday by maybe – not seeing a receiver exactly where he needed to be. And after two or three times of that, I think you get a little panic. And I thought he came out of the pocket too quickly several times. And I, I don't particularly blame him for that. I'm just saying as a result, I think that's what happened. How important is it Saturday they get off to a quick start? Well, I think it's important for – confidence I don't think I mean this is a game I think we all know but we're if we're being honest it's a game they've got to win they need to win they should win they should win however they play but last year 29 to 20 we don't need that we need to jump on this team early just like they did against Albany play some good football get a lot of kids in there play with confidence and and in that case, I do think it's very important that we start. Yeah, and I, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, you, we've we've heard tentative and, and and those type of things. Is this game more about Baylor than it is about the opponent? Not not that not that you're going to disrespect Texas State, 
but that you've got things you've got to get cleaned up before you jump into Big 12 conference play against Iowa State. Absolutely. I don't think it matters who we were playing this week. I think it's just a matter of playing good, sound football, no mistakes. Uh, 14 penalties, you can't do that against anybody. Mm. And I was looking back on those penalties, and about three of them cost us big plays on offense, huge first downs, and three of them cost us getting BYU off the ball, off the field. That's the difference in the game right there. Uh, miss an extra point. You make the extra point, you win that game 21-20 to because BYU missed a field goal at the end of the game. Just so many little things could have won that football team again against a really good team. So uh, this is still a good football team, but we've got to mesh that inexperience with the experience, which means to me right now those experienced guys have to carry this football team until these other guys get their feet under them. And that happens. It happens every year. But we've just got to get busy and do it because next week is another 60,000 folks that will be watching, and most of them won't be wearing green. (laughs) All right, Rick, look forward to it. The call coming up on Saturday, uh, 11 o'clock kick. And, uh, man, we appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey, guys, thanks. I like 11 o'clock better than 9.15, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. Have a good day. Ricky Thompson uh, the uh, from the sideline, t- uh, from the uh, broadcast team, the sideline reporter for the Baylor broadcast team from Learfield. And he's brought to you this morning, as always, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. 7.56, let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Bee program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball continues to roll, plus Baylor Football back home at McLean Stadium on Parents Weekend tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball continues to roll, hosting the Baylor Classic in the Farrell Center, winning last night on the home floor against Tulsa. Now two matches today at noon against Sam Houston, then at 7 o'clock tonight against McNeese. The Big 12 conference opener for Baylor Volleyball comes up next Wednesday. 
Baylor soccer, one final non-conference tune-up before league play begins next week as well. Soccer on the road at 19th-ranked SMU Sunday evening at 7. Baylor football, number 17 in the nation, home tomorrow morning against Texas State. Here is Baylor head coach Dave Aranda on the Bobcats. Yeah, they they are, and they have been a gritty team. I think there's, you know, there's a fair amount of um, transfers and and new faces. Uh, There there are some some returners, uh, but, you know, I think what continues to show on tape is just the fight and playing fast and that, and so it's a credit to the staff there. Um, I think offensively there's a big RPO team, so there's a there's going to be a run with a pass tagged to it. If you're playing off on guys or if you're not tight to guys, you know, the ball's going to spit out and, and the potential for a big play when you've got people that are playing one thing and it's, you know, on the perimeter, it's another thing is happening. And so um, with some good, um, you know, some uh, transfer quarterback that's that's uh, can sling it, and then you got a running back that's uh, that has some experience. You got some receivers that are big play guys, you know, that are trying to, you know, make a name for themselves at, at this particular school. And then, you know, defensively, um, their their front is their strength. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears hosting Texas State tomorrow morning at McLean Stadium. Our coverage here on ESPN Central Texas begins at 7 a.m. tomorrow. The Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show on the air at 9, the first hour televised on KCEN-TV. Then kickoff at 11 between the Bears and the Bobcats right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on FS1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from McLean Stadium and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, Hour 2, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Glad to have you with us as we uh, talk high school football. We welcome into the program from Valley Sports Southwest and from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Boy, he's a busy man. Greg Tepper. Greg, good morning. How are we? Uh, I'm good. Uh, to tell you how busy I am, because I'm not going to dispute that, um, last night, because uh, I'm a sick person, uh, I do myself and Aaron Hardy in the Valley Sports Southwest, Ashley Pickle of Valley Sports Southwest, and our producer Patrick Madrowski. We drove out to Bluffdale, the beautiful scenic Bluffdale, Texas, to watch a top ten uh, six man matchup between Cherokee and Bluffdale. Uh, great game, really fun. But that's what I did on my summer vacation uh, on Thursday night. Uh, so that was, uh, that's what I do. Like even like I'm about to spend six hours on live television tonight talking about high school football. And I was like, what if I just like sprinkled in like a six man game before that? So um, my tr- my brain's truly broken. So let me think this through for just a second. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to say, and I may be dead wrong, but I want to say Bluffdale was a K through eight school until just a few years ago when they expanded to uh, K through 12 and added all the high school UIL sports. Am I, would I be correct in saying that? You're spot on. This is a, this is a, a school that district that is kind of like burgeoning. Uh, they, I believe this is their sixth or seventh year yes. playing varsity football. 
Um, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, give a lot of credit to Wade Johnson and the athletic director there and, and everyone at, at Bluffdale. They've built that thing up in a hurry and their football team going into last night was ranked number 10 in the one A division two undefeated three and and they get Cherokee. Who's a certified state championship contender. They gave them a run as a one score game at halftime. So uh, a quick rise for those Bobcats at Bluffdale. Uh, and, and yeah, you're right. That's uh, that's one of those programs that's uh, kind of in its infancy. Anything, I know you were watching the game last night, anything wacky happening in high school football last night? I know we had several 6A six, uh, six games, and I did the Middle Othian-Waco game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, any, anything wacky besides, besides the, uh, the six-man game that you watched? You know, the, the, the things that I was keeping an eye on last night, you know, one thing to, to keep in mind, and probably just a positioning statement for our conversation today, this is a weird week of high school football. There's two really big open dates. Two real two weeks that that have a lot of teams that are that are on buys, and this is the first, the, the, which makes sense because we're in week four, which means there's seven games left, and eight team districts are pretty common. And then the second most common, uh, the second most common district size is the six team district. So in two weeks, in week six, we'll have a bunch more bye weeks. All that is to say, it's a little bit of a thinner slate, and you have to dig a little bit more. But I will say that last night there were a couple of things that, that certainly caught my eye. Uh, Edinburgh Vela, I thought, uh, you know, what they did down the Rio Grande Valley needs to be starting paying attention to. This is a team that is is has a real chance to make a state semifinal for the first time for a Rio Grande Valley team in a long, 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 long time. Um, that was one thing that caught my eye. Uh, Canyon West Plains, a uh, new program there out there in in the Amarillo area, got their first ever varsity win with a win uh, over Amarillo Paladero. So congratulations to them. And perhaps the biggest headline from last night. Uh, Houston Wisdom got a game, or got a win over Houston Austin, 31 to seven. You're probably thinking, well, Tepper, why in the world would I care about that? That's not a 35 game losing streak for for Wisdom. So, wow. uh, big doings there. So, so yeah, I, I would say from a uh, from a uh, from a, a holistic perspective, it was a relatively quiet night simply because of the nature of this week. Uh, but if you dig a little bit deeper, there are a lot of really fun stories that came out of last night's action. Greg, I know the longest win, uh, losing streak was snapped a couple of weeks ago. And who has who has the distinction of having that, and where are they at right now? Yeah, um, you know that I believe. Let's see, the longest losing streak right now is Houston. Um, oh no, it's, I believe it's San Antonio MacArthur. San Antonio MacArthur, I believe, has lost thirty-one in a row coming into this week. So hmm. uh, there's uh, there's a lot, a lot going on. But here's the thing: if we don't really have Right now, we don't have that real long, ugly one. There's all. There's usually, unfortunately, there's usually one that's like the 40s, and you're like, oh. And then you start, you really just start rooting for that team for a while. For a while, it was Boys Ranch. Boys Ranch had, had lost 49 in a row before they won uh, one last week or won a game last year. And then, by the way, started off two and zero to start the year. El Paso Socorro had a long losing streak, the all-time, uh, you know, the, the one that I remember from my time at Dave Campbell's was Fort Worth Diamond Hill Jarvis. Yes. Uh, they lost 77 in a row before they got in the win column. The longest all-time, if you're interested in, in that kind of, if, if you're that kind of, you know, snuff film type enthusiast, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Houston Jefferson Davis back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, they lost 80 in a row from 85 to 93. So, uh, you know, a long way to go. So I can handle right now the, the, the long one being at 31. It's like it's unsightly, and I would prefer that the generals of San Antonio and MacArthur grab a win. But but overall, we're, we're okay right now. It's, we don't have that, that one where we're like, oh, we really need to get them a win. 
lot of, in, ironically, we have a lot of interesting games in, in the uh, greater Central Texas area. Uh, La Vega, Lorena, Arlington, Martin, Temple. Uh, you got to Centerville and Martin. I want to talk about that one coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, I, I think the game of the week for me, anyway, is is China Spring and Conley. You're, 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 uh, where would that rate, rate, rate on your radar? Yeah, it's, it's certainly firmly on my radar. This is one of 29 uh, UIL uh, matchups of unbeatens coming into coming into this week, uh, and and this is a, a matchup that I think is 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 really intriguing. You know, Connolly coming off of that really heart stopping win over Cameron Yo, scoring in the final minute to, to grab a win. This is a a Connolly team that I I think has has not lost its its its, its style. I mean, this is a team that you know again we talked about last week. Uh, losing Trey Weisner to the transfer, uh, I think there are big questions about them, but they have answered every question in emphatic fashion. Uh, you know, great win last week, but this is a different test because this China Spring team has reloaded in a hurry, and, and and a lot of it comes down to you know they they had to replace the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year in Major Bowden, uh, and they do so with the Wimberley transfer in uh, in Cash McCollum. Is a different looking offense. It's much more kind of pocket presence oriented stuff like that they're they're throwing the ball around but they have been fantastic and the defense reloaded itself too so this is a really interesting game i lean towards china spring uh, i think that uh, right now from what i understand uh, Connolly came out of last week a little bit nicked up which which could end up playing a factor but a really nice test for for both these teams because for china spring i think this is the best offense they face this year like the most complete offense that they face this year and that'll be a really interesting challenge for them as they they hope to contend in four division one couple other unbeatens going at it out at Rattler Stadium. You got Harker Heights traveling out to take on Mojo and the Permian Panthers. Yeah, how about that? Uh, you know, one of, one of those games that I think, you know, the fact that it's undefeated gives it an opportunity to, to really grab a spotlight. It gives you a hook, right? This is a Harker Heights team that, you know, look, we, we knew what they were going to be about, and, and, and there's no secret that, they, that they're going to turn a handball to Rashawn Sanford, and he's been everything as advertised. But the, the guy that I think has been the real breakout star for this team has been Dylan Plake. Dylan Plake, the quarterback, I think has stepped up in a big way to give them that kind of threat uh, throwing the ball as well. And so that's that's what's been really intriguing to me. Going on the road to take on, uh, you know, Odessa Permian, um, a really – this is an interesting Permian team. They're, they're – they're, I hate to say that Coach Jeff Ellison is trying to, to, to win in the old-school mojo way, but it's hard not to notice what they're doing. They're running the ball really well. Playing great defense. I want to say they won last week like 13 to 12. Like they want to, they want to muck it up. They want to get the game in the mud and make you, uh, make you play an ugly, unsightly game and then pull it out at the end. Uh, which you know, I know that we ha- we kind of view those Permian teams through like rose-colored glasses, but like that's kind of how they won. They won by by just kind of out slugging you, and so it's an interesting challenge, I think, for for Harker Heights. Uh, if this game were in Killeen, I think Harker Heights would be a favorite. Uh, but going on the road, that's a long and I would say, frankly, challenging road trip for them. Uh, that's what makes this uh, an interesting game. I, I, I think this is a, a coin flip type thing. How Harker Heights can handle that travel uh, is is going to be is going to be really a telltale sign in this one. Uh, Centerville and Mart is, and is this going to be the single toughest test for Kevin Hoffman's team at Mart until they get a couple of rounds deep into the playoffs? 
Uh, yeah, it might be. Um, you know, this, you know, now Mart, you know, Kevin Hoffman, is, as you guys know, never strays away or never shies away from, from playing tough teams. Um, this is their, this is their non-district finale. They're in a 17 district. So this is it for them. They go into district play next week. And, you know, there's a couple teams in that district that I think are interesting. Wortham's off to a great start at three and oh, but you know, I think one of the things that I think would be a little bit uh, disappointing to Kevin Hoffman is that he puts Marlin on the schedule kind of intentionally because he's like, yeah, we want to play a really good state ranked two a spot. Well, this Marlin team, I think has fallen short of expectations. Part of it is the injury to Darian Gallette. Uh, who eventually transferred to TIG. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a few different things, but they have not been able to get their wheels on. Um, and so here's a real test, going on the road to a center field team that is going to line it up and run it at you. And Paxton Hancock, you know, they're, they're kind of star, uh, do-it-all athlete there. This is a really big test for Mark. You know, punching up a division, punching up to 2A Division One, which is they're, they're, you know, they're used to. They're used to doing that pretty much every week. Uh, but this is a real, this is their final big test because they're going to be, I think they're going to be comfortable favorites in the rest of their games, the rest of the, you know, the rest of the regular season, uh, and probably, you know, knowing Region Three. Uh, with all due respect to Region 3, they're probably going to be comfortable favorites all the way up until about the regional finals. So, yeah, you know, we're talking about another 10 weeks, nine weeks before we're talking about Mark in any sort of competitive ball game, you know, that we can foresee right now. So I think they need to go out there and, for lack of a better word, they need to just get punched in the mouth tonight and just go out there and just, and just you know, kind of bleed your own blood and, 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 and kind of understand, you know, what this is going to be about because those are the types of games you're going to need to play. You know, you go back to that 2020 team, and I hate to keep going on like this, but you go back to that 2020 team that lost it to Winthorst. They cruised through every one of their games. I mean, they were rolling past people. And then suddenly they get in that title game against Winthorst, and Winthorst is there, and they've got stomach for the fight. And I'm not sure if that young Mark team knew what to do with it. This is an opportunity to get challenged tonight against a really good Centerville team that's bigger than you. So I think this is an important evening uh, for Kevin Hoffman and the Panthers. Greg, what in the world is going on at Cedar Hill? Oh, it's bad, man. It's bad, and I hate to, I, I hate to say this, but it's going to get worse. Um, this is this is maybe the highest watermark it's going to be at for the rest of the year because this is a this is a this is a team that right now like they can't score, which is tough. I mean, they've scored 24 points all year. And I want to give them a little bit of credit. They play a very difficult schedule so far. They played Arlington Martin. They played Rockwall. They played South Lake Carroll last week. Uh, but in the end, look, they haven't scored. They've scored 12, six and six points. Okay. They, they haven't scored that part of it. And they've been playing high powered offenses. I'm willing to give the defense a little bit of a pass. Here's the problem though. The problem is that they're own three and they're heading into one of the most difficult districts in the state. That's this quote unquote district of doom. They open up tonight against, uh, against uh, on the road at unbeaten loss Hatchie. I think they're comfortable underdogs in that game. After that, they get Duncanville. I probably don't need to tell you how I feel about that ball game. Then they get a bye week. And then by the way, after their bye week, they get one of the surprises of the district unbeaten Mansfield. They play them. I mean, at that point, they would take on Skyline, and that would be the first time that I can see them being, you know, the favorite in a game. But at that point, you're talking about 0-6, and, and you're talking about 0-3 in district. Uh, the offense has got to figure it out, and they've got to figure it out now. And, and I, know that they're, I know that the seat there for Carlos Lynn is a little bit hot. And, and, and the, the, the natives are a little bit restless there in Cedar Hill. Part of it is that they, I think they see what Joey McGuire on TV is doing every week. And they will go down and be in Houston and say, well, we used to have that guy. Why aren't you him? And that's an unfair comparison, quite frankly. But that's the reality of, of Texas high school football. I think this is a really important week. 
for Cedar Hill. I don't know that they need to go out and win, but I think they got to go out there and show that this that that the team is heading in the right direction because they're staring a very very ugly season in the face, and and it became apparent pretty early, especially when they were functionally non-competitive uh, against Arlington Martin. You mentioned Arlington Martin. Uh, they got Temple this week. Mm-hmm. Temple went on the road last week to College Station High. Uh, College Station has obviously some injuries, and but man, I think that is a fantastic football team. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. I think I I think I think I am guilty of when Marquise Collins went down. I think I got out the shovel and I was ready to bury you know the, the remains of College Station because he was so important to what they were going to do, especially considering they were already going to be without their they're already going to need to replace a quarterback in Jet Huff. Uh, you know, and a coach, by the way, Steve Huff. Yep. But everything has kind of come together in a much more cohesive way than I anticipated there at, at College Station. And I think I was flat out wrong about them. Uh, but this is an Arlington Martin team that Temple's drawing this week uh, that I think is going to give them a little bit of a challenge. This is an Arlington Martin team that has a, a, an awesome, a, a clear identity. They want to line it up and they want to run it at you. They want to line it up and run it at you. Now, last week, and, and part of the other thing about them, and, and they've got a great a couple of great players like JV and Toviano, who's a big time who's a big time prospect, a guy who plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, you're going to see him play offense and defense. They want to get him the ball out in space. So for Temple, a lot of this is going to be kind of containing their playmakers and making sure those three yard gains aren't thirty yard gains. That's a big thing. You know, another thing about Arlington Martin is I wonder what they're where their heads at. Um, you know, last week they had a real big showdown. Uh, uh, you know, they, they hosted Allen and, and an opportunity to get a real uh, feather in their cap. And quite frankly, I thought they underachieved. I thought they, I thought they, 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 they underperformed in that game, um, especially offensively. And so you wonder, are they going to let one loss beat them twice? Because uh, Temple is certainly good enough to beat them straight up. And, and especially if they're a little bit distracted thinking about what happened last week. So I'm very interested in this game. Uh, you know, I think that the, the Temple offense, you know, it, it needs to. I, I think at times they. I think at times they were. Oh, hold on, buddy. My little brother. My little buddy is uh, is telling me he wants to go to school. We'll get to school in a minute, buddy. I promise. <laughs> uh, but this is a this is a Temple team that I think last week they showed signs offensively when they started getting the ball to Mikhail Harrison Pilot out in space. I want to see more of that against this Martin defense. So a really fascinating game. And by the way, if, if you're a Temple fan, you're unfamiliar with Martin. Let me just give you a key, and this is kind of my caveat that I give to anybody who's playing Martin. This Bob Wager is the most insane special teams guy that you'll ever meet. This is a guy who focuses so much more. I think he spends more time in practice on special teams than any high school coach in America. So they've always last week they opened with a with an onside kick. They always have some razzle dazzle in their in their special teams, and they're always really good at it. So it's your temple. You need to be on alert every time there's some sort of special teams play because that's where Martin tends to win on the margin. So fascinating game tonight. All right, Greg, we're going to let you get him to school. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you got on uh, t- uh, on uh, Dave Campbell's TexasFootball.com. Yeah, we've got a ton of stuff up there right now, including our Mike Craven, our college football insider, wrote a really interesting piece about uh, the, uh, the A&M offense and why it can't get out of the mud and why it might be even worse than, than we thought. Huge game for them this week against Miami. And, of course, we've got previews of every of pretty much every Texas high school football game uh, across the state. Uh, I've got my, my predictions for every game, including I predicted all – 29 of the unbeaten games uh, this week in Texas high school football. So a lot of good stuff up there on TexasFootball.com. Hey, by the way, what's the feature game tonight on Bally's? 
Oh, geez, if you have Lano and Coleman is one of them. That's 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 a big game that, that we're going to be uh, paying a lot of attention to. Uh, I believe we're going to have somebody at Gunner and Brock, which is really fascinating mm-hmm. um, because Brock is the best zero and three team in Texas high school football history. Uh, but now they get the number one team in three division two. Hawley and Albany is a great game. Cuero and, Ca- and Corpus Christi Callen. It's a big small school week. If you're a small school fan, four and below, this is the week for you. If you're kind of a if you're kind of a brand name shopper and you're like, bring me the big six A game, it's like ah, it's a little thinner this week. Uh, so so you know you got to dig a little bit. This is a week for the nerds. Hey Greg, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll t- right. we'll catch up with you next week. Take care, boys. See you later. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, eight eighteen. We're right back with more in a moment. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken. Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Rentals. Coach, coming off the bye week last week, talk a little bit about that bye week and how you approach those. Uh, you know, we did a um, kind of got ourselves back to basics a little bit. Was able to work some fundamentals and you know shorten some practices up a little bit. Uh, you know, try to freshen up our legs and and uh, you know get to the point where we're focusing on the things that we need to get a lot better at to be able to be successful throughout the season. So, you know, it was a productive bye week for us. Uh, our, our kids looked like they got better last week. And, uh, you know, um, it was a good time for it as we start district this week. Speaking of that, you start district play tonight against Whitney at home. Talk a little bit about this Whitney offense. They run the spread. They like to throw it all over the field. And on offense, they are a super fast-paced team. You know, they are. They're really fast. Uh, they snap the ball relatively quickly and, uh, you know, really hope look at you to try to make mistakes and not be lined up the way you need to be. And so, uh, you know, stress the field up vertically and horizontally and, and make you defend the entire field. And so, uh, you know, they don't they don't throw it as much as as uh, not, not all the time, but but they're, uh, you know, they're relatively balanced, but they do uh, mix it in really well and, and really focus and make you as a defense defend the entire field. What about defensively? You know, defensively, they're good. They give you several different looks. Uh, and then they got the, you know, their back linebacker, Trey Haynes. He's a, he's a heck of a football player and, and creates a lot of havoc with the different places and, and things they do with him. And so, uh, and then they got a good group of dudes uh, that are around him that can, that can make plays. And so, you know, they're, they're a really good football team. And, uh, you know, it's going to take for us a, a good, concentrated 48 minute effort Friday night to be able to, you know, come out on top. ESPN Central Texas. It's truck season at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. Hi, Leo Pacheco. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com, save really big on your new Chevy of West Silverado. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and it's a great time to save on every certified pre-owned vehicle at Chevy of West. For all the big money savings, please visit ChevyofWest.com or find new roads to Chevy of West. Chevy of West. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. 
If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. At 824, welcome back in. This is game time on a football Friday. Tom Ward, Ryan, uh, deep breathe in, breathe out. Really? As we say good morning. Yes. As we say good morning to Stephanie from Sales. Good, good morning, Stephanie from Sales. Good morning and happy Friday. What do you, what do you, yeah. Well, that depends. Yeah. On? on? On what this is. On what this segment looks like. <laughs> this is a good one. So, in Germany, Australia, and Switzerland, they have Kastenlof. Is that Island. with or without cheese? <laughs> That's without cheese. It is also known as beer crate running. What? Yes. So, you have four runners on a team. They have to run 10 kilometers, which I think that is like six miles. It's like 100 miles or more. It's, <laughs> it's six miles. And you run, and you have to carry a crate of beer, okay? So a crate's like, what, 24 beers? Yeah, 24 beers. Well, I, that's something you should have checked. No, it's 24 beers. I know. How do you know? Are they bottled or can? Bottled. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing. You have to, when you get to the finish line, you have to have all the beer no, gone. No, wait a minute. That's not true. What? You can drink it before if you, you don't want to You can drink it before. Because, right. But I would drink it at the end because you don't want to be drunk before. You can drink it before. I'd be puking. Well, but not, not the first game that you've brought across that's <laughs> <laughs> had that in it. Hello. Or you can run and then you finish it. You played this game about 20 times. You no, didn't even I know haven't. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't even like beer for real. But anyways, here are the rules. 
no puking allowed, no beer left in the bottle, and you have to bring back all the bottle tops, caps, because they don't want any littering. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And you have the team that gets to the finish line and crosses the finish line and drank all those beers. They're the winners. Well, there's a team of three. There's a team of five. There's a team well, of four. I don't know. I mean, it might be different in Australia. Well, wait a minute. It, I mean, you got to know. You got to bring us the I, rules. Look, I was reading on the internet. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a surprise. And it says a team of three or a team of four. <laughs> now, I would think Whoa. you'd want a team at least three because that crate could be heavy. It's only 24 beers. <laughs> 24 bottles of beer. It, it, it light. Or not light. Light beer is going to be lighter in the crate. You think light beer is heavier than regular beer? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Light beer compared to other beer because tastes great, less filling. It has nothing. Yes, light beer is lighter than the full beer. No, it's not. I think it is. Well, yeah, sure you do. (laughs) 12 ounces is 12 ounces. Of light beer or non-light beer, it's so still the, the light same. beer. No, you're 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 dead on, Stephanie. Take that out. And, and <laughs> it's like a hundred pounds of feather is still the same feathers weight as a hundred pounds of bowling balls. No, they weigh the no, same. No, feathers do not weigh a hundred pounds. They don't if even. If you have weigh. enough, it Look, does. I have a feather on my outfit today. It doesn't even weigh anything. You can get a hundred pounds of feathers. Well. how? What? What do you mean, how? You get enough feathers to make 100 pounds. I have a lot of feathers in my pillow, and it doesn't even weigh a pound. I'm not saying I that. I am so confused. I'm just saying light Shocking. beer. Light beer. It does. It weighs the same as regular beer. I really don't know what to say. I really don't either. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know that if I was doing this, I'd run the six miles and then drink two beers and make the other team members drink the rest. That's good strategy. From the 254. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Where did y'all find this lady? <laughs> uh, really? That ain't right. That ain't right. All right, Steph. Have a good weekend. Light beer weighs more less than, than, yes. than and regular less beer. Less calories, too. Well, that has nothing to do with weight. Weight. Well, I think the less beer has, the light beer has like less, what is that, hops or something? And the other beer has 12 more 12 ounces hops. is 12 ounces. Okay. Anyways, that's what's going on in Australia, Switzerland, and Germany. <laughs> and here. <laughs> beer crate running. <laughs> Again, I think you've done that a lot of times in your life and you just I didn't think know you it. did it this morning. Yeah. Well, no. Just drinking my rocks. We gotta Y'all go. have a good weekend. 829, <laughs> this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> Recently on the John Moore Show. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, University of Houston, football play-by-play. I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, uh, you know, I think college football will be better for it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand-new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. 
To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFIMFO.com. That's CampFIMFO.com. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas, hand-tossed wings, and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Waco Lions now 0-3 after a 66-0 road loss at Midlothian. The University Trojans, meanwhile, visit the Copper School Bulldogs tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Other games on the high school schedule tonight include China Spring at Conley, La Vega at Lorena, and Temple hosting Arlington Martin. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor is at home tomorrow entertaining Texas State. The game kicks off at 11 in the morning, and the pregame starts at 7 o'clock with Game Day Live on ESPN Central Texas. Week 2 of the NFL season got 
underway last night with the Chiefs beating the Chargers 27-24. The Texans play in Denver on Sunday, and the Cowboys host the Bengals. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Five Astro pitchers allowed Oakland only three hits in a 5-3 Houston victory. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. 8.34, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys and the Bengals coming up Sunday afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. And we're joined now by Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team. Kyle, good morning. How are you, buddy? Great. How are you? It's it's good to put that uh, good to put that first week behind us and like look ahead a little bit, right? I mean, just have an opportunity to, to kind of put it in the rearview mirror and turn the page. Yeah, we're going to turn the page, and we're turning it, and it says it says Cooper Rush at quarterback. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, first of all, just just your thoughts on Cooper Rush leading this team for the next several weeks. Yeah, life comes at you fast. Um, but, yeah, I, I think ultimately when you're looking at this team right now and what they've said, what they've said throughout the week, they've they've continued to put confidence in Cooper Rush's direction. I mean, they have shown that they believe that he can go out and win them football games. Ezekiel Elliott, Zach Martin, uh, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy. And and sure, they're not going to necessarily come out, especially around the media and say, uh, yeah, okay, Cooper Rush isn't enough for us as a a quarterback. But he he actually proved it last year. And I, I think they truly do believe the fact that they can win games with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Now, is he as entangled with the offense as Dak Prescott? No. Is he, does he have the same kind of skill set as Dak Prescott? No. But he's somebody that you know is going to give you uh, a, a guy who's going to take care of the football. He's going to be able to push it down the field when need be. And he knows this offense as well as anybody not named Dak Prescott. So I, I really think there's a confidence level behind him. Whether or not that's enough to translate to wins, we'll see coming up on Sunday and, of course, the weeks after that as well against some divisional opponents. But I, I really do think that even with the, the circumstances that have been put their direction, they, they do feel comfortable with who has taken over. Do you feel like that they might see that offense be dumbed down a little bit for Cooper Rush or simplified? Uh, to a certain extent, but I don't even know if that wouldn't have happened with, with Dak Prescott in there either. Uh, the, the simplicity – of the offense is, is kind of what we were talking about as an opportunity for this offense to get back on track following that week one debacle against the, the Buccaneers. I mean, so there's, there's a difference between getting too cute with your offense and being too creative. And you saw on Sunday, a team trying to get way too cute with their offense. So there's ways for them to, to improve and ways for them to, uh, to try and, and improve that. And one of the ways is to simplify the offense. Cooper Rush doesn't need it to be completely simplified. He's not your normal backup quarterback who's come in, only been in the system for one or two years, and uh, he, he doesn't necessarily just have a deep enough playbook to be able to go up and c- command an offense. He's been around this, this organization for five years now, uh, on and off, and has an opportunity to go in and – command the offense so even with it being a backup quarterback I don't expect a ton of change unless it was a change that was already planned out previously opening drive to get three points after that uh, they were pathetic why 
Uh, there was a number of reasons. It's hard to, to put it on one. One, it, Dak Prescott wasn't his normal self. Two, the offensive line dealing without Connor McGovern with Matt Farniok. Uh, he didn't play poorly on his own, but there were just miscues in communication, uh, just uh, a pure newness to him in the offense uh, kind of provided a, a couple of different opportunities for Tampa Bay uh, to get in there and take advantage. The third one was the wide receivers did not give a whole lot of separation uh, for targets to go their direction. And, and Dak Prescott wasn't able to throw the football their way because uh, either he was forcing it into a tight window or they just didn't have separation and he had to tuck it. And then, Oh, there's the pressure coming up from the offensive line. So it, it's a number of different things. You could also blame the, the fact that while you were running the football well early on, you went away from it too early uh, you, you panicked and you started throwing the football 40 times and, and you can't necessarily do that uh, for a, a team in a game with less than two scores. I mean, if you're running the football well and you're only down by a score or two scores, keep running the football. And, and it really felt like Kellen Moore went away from that initially. So number of different reasons. There wasn't any one person to blame because it wasn't good on Sunday and, and everybody sees that. What do you do with this wide receiver core to get some help for – Cooper Rush, whoever's back there, to try to to open up the field a little bit because it it, it was not a good outing for the wide receivers on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I think the way that you do that is is by short intermediate routes, not necessarily forcing the ball down the field, and trying to get your receivers into space. Dalton Schultz is able to do it. He finds space quite often. He had six receptions for over sixty yards in the game. He still continued to be the safety blanket that he normally is while the rest of the receivers were blanketed throughout. Uh, Take what the defense gives you and go underneath. And and I think that's where you're going to see CeeDee Lamb be more successful, more so than a deep target. I I really felt like on Sunday, Kellen Moore wanted to use CeeDee Lamb as a deep target. For instance, on the interception for Dak Prescott, you had a couple in and arounds. You had an out route. You had – on the other side, Dalton Schultz running a little curl. And then from the slot, you had C.D. Lamb taking a seam up the middle who was supposed to be the intended target. Dak Prescott looked him down the entire way, hoping that C.D. would work his way open. But he was covered by the linebacker, Devin White, who stayed with him step for step in the Tampa 2 coverage. And because of that, then there was no opportunity for C.D. Lamb to get open downfield. That's not his game. His game is get the football in his hands and let him run. That's what Kellen Moore needs to do is give that to him. Let Noah Brown, let uh, Michael Gallup, if, if he's back and ready to go, let him be the deep threat like, uh, like he's been throughout his career. And then just get C.D. Lamb the football in space and let him do the rest. What is the story on Gallup? I know that he practiced this week. So what's his status? Yeah, it's, it's truly questionable, Tom, because uh, we, we really don't know if he's going to be ready or not because – Last week, it really seemed like, okay, week three is where you're going to feel like he's going to come back and play. Week four, he's going to be 100%. It's kind of the feeling that we had gotten. But he continues to check the boxes along the way. Uh, and remember, he played – or he injured his ACL, same injury as Chris Godwin, two weeks after Chris Godwin got hurt. And Godwin, of course, played in the game last week. So he's right at the edge of that timetable to get back and to be able to contribute significantly for an offense. Uh, he's been in practice. He's been in pads. He even worked with the seven-on-seven seven and the team drills yesterday. So he has been working 
with the offense and doing so in a, in a legitimate standpoint. If he can continue to do that, uh, they've got a walkthrough today. They've got a practice tomorrow that's not open to the media and still show signs that he can contribute. I wouldn't be surprised if he's active on, on Sunday. Does that mean he's going to play 45 snaps and he's going to run downfield every time and he's going to uh, really contribute in, in game number one? No. Could he see two targets or three targets and maybe have a couple grabs and just get his feet underneath them so that way when they go play New York and they go play Washington and they go play L.A., that he knows that he's confident in the movement that you need to do to, to be successful at the wide receiver position? Sure. I think you're going to see uh, an opportunity for him to come in this week, and if not, I think next week is a pretty safe bet. How long can this defense hold on and be competitive without any help from this offense? Uh, I think this defense can win you games. And I, I believe we've had that conversation on this show a couple times is how, how long have we said since we've said that this defense can win you games, especially against bad football teams. The problem is you don't play a whole lot of bad football teams in the first part of your schedule. You didn't play a bad football team last week. Tampa Bay is going to take care of the football. Uh, Cincinnati, even though they don't take care of the football, or at least they didn't in the first game of the season against Pittsburgh when they turned it over five times, uh, they're still a good football team, and they've got enough firepower to keep themselves in games. You saw that in week one. So this defense is going to have to not only force the turnovers and get the football back to their offense in order to be successful, uh, but they're also going to have to limit the damage when they don't get the football back. It can't be that feast or famine that you see from Dan Quinn's defense from time to time, because that will happen. You'll have the feast and you'll have the famine, but you can't effectively do that in this ball game. If you're going to have to slow down Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, and that, that big time talented offense, you're going to have to get after Joe Burrow. You're going to have to force some turnovers. And then when you're not forcing turnovers, you're still going to have to keep him uh, within striking distance in order to, to stay uh, close enough for your offense to have some success. And we've talked about the defense, and we know that the defense is a is a strong suit to this team. But any concern in Cowboy camp concerning how they play the run, Fournette able to uh, at times just kind of mash up front? I think there's a little bit of concern, and the only reason why is because you, you expected this defensive line to be more physical than I think they were in, in week one. And I don't think it's a long-term question mark it, it more than anything it's it's trying to figure out who you are are you a let's put a big nose tackle in the middle and let him eat up multiple space on 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 the run game and so that way all these guys at the second level and these guys around them on the edge can get through the line of scrimmage or are you a pass rushing team with Osa Digizua and Neville Gallimore guys that are going to try and swim move and pass rush their way inside and because of that they're going to get washed out from time to time uh, against the run, they're not going to be nearly as successful, and then it puts all the pressure on the guys at the second level like Leighton Van Der Esch, Anthony Barr, Micah Parsons, if he's back there. Uh, it puts pressure on them because that's what Tampa Bay did. They went right at the the edges. They weren't able to run effectively up the middle, but they were able to get around to the outside. They were If they were able to pass up the, the Micah Parsons, the Dorrance Armstrongs, and the, the, the Demarcus Lawrences off of the edge, that's where they had the most success running the football with Leonard Burnett, and that's just his physicality up against your physicality. And it'll be similar to see, I think, this week with Joe Mixon. They'll try and run it up the middle, and then they'll abandon that and try and get him to the edge, either by in the passing game or by just long handoffs going outside. 
and then your team's going to have to adjust because at the moment they haven't necessarily shown that, at least in that first game of the season. Kyle, where can uh, t- tell us where uh, Cowboy fans can find Kyle Yeomans covering the Cowboys. Yeah, so coming up on Sunday, pregame live and postgame coverage on DallasCowboys.com. We get started an hour before kickoff, so with a 325 kick, 2 p.m. Central time, uh, we'll be going for an hour, giving you everything you need to know about the Cowboys, their injury situation, what they're doing against the Bengals and the matchups that are at hand. And then afterwards, you can catch us on DallasCowboys.com or on Bally Sports Southwest with Cowboys Game Night and Cowboys OT. That's me, Nate Newton, Barry Church, Isaiah Stanback. They let me just kind of go up there and talk with these former Cowboys. I don't know whose idea that was to allow just this guy from Waco to go and do, <laughs> uh, do a couple of hours of coverage with three great Cowboys. But you know what? I'm, I'm so happy to be able to do it, and we're excited. Even if the game doesn't go your way, go to Cowboys' way, uh, we're still going to provide some great coverage nonetheless. Kyle, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks for your time. Yes, absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll see you. Uh, that is a Kyle Yeoman from the Cowboy Broadcast Team. 847, we are presented by Alan Samuels, where you can find the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition with uh, total values up to $6,500 off, or you can get $1,750 in bonus bucks plus 2.9% financing for 72 months or 0% for 72 months and uh, that's just one of the great deals going on at alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat they're at 201 west loop 340 that's just down from highway 84 ted teague and his staff ready to serve you with uh, a great selection of new vehicles a great selection of pre-owned vehicles and as always an outstanding service department it's the complete dealership you're going to love doing business with alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat 201 west loop 340 your friend in the car business. The Robinson Coaches Show, brought to you by Brazos Golf and Battery Center, Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coach, coming off a 41-19 loss to Taylor last Friday night, Coach, this was kind of a weird game for your team, both offensively and defensively. On offense, you had over 500 yards of total offense, and you played pretty well defensively. It was a weird game. It was a it was a crazy game from start to finish. Um, you know, like you said, we were we were right there at 500 yards of offense. We uh, we moved the ball up and down the field. Had some crazy things happen in some crazy situations, and it kind of uh, it just seemed like if anything and everything could go wrong on Friday night, it kind of did. Uh, kids kept fighting through it, stayed resilient. I mean, kept trying to answer back drive after drive. Um, you know, our our defense was our defense was hitting them in the mouth, and they just hit a couple of hit a couple of big plays on us. So. It's one of those where, you know, what what do you do? You you buckle back up and you keep playing and, and you keep fighting and uh you make sure you make sure you grow from it so that you're ready the next week and you don't ever want that taste in your mouth again. Now this week you continue non district play tonight at home against Fairfield. People always talk about balance on offense, but Fairfield is really close to fifty fifty, aren't they? Yeah, they are they're about fifty two percent run and forty eight percent pass right in there. So uh, they do they keep it Keep it very balanced offensively. Uh, align a lot like we do, you know, as far as having that having that H back in there and the and a bunch of three receiver sets every now and then throwing that tight end down. Uh, do a good job of mixing it up, Coach Coach Bechtel and his staff doing a, doing an awesome job over there, man. And they um, they're going to have a good scheme lined up for us. I know. What about defensively? They're at four two five defensively. Um, they uh, 
they 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 know what they want to be. They know how they want to play it, and they 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 keep it simplified for their kids to have a chance to be able to just get after it and play ball. They don't overcomplicate things, and uh, they um they just they just get really good at what they do. To be real honest with you, ESPN Central Texas. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes, and daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 
The Waco Lions now 0-3 after a 66-0 road loss at Midlothian. The University Trojans, meanwhile, visit the Copper School Bulldogs tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Other games on the high school schedule tonight include China Spring at Conley, La Vega at Lorena, and Temple hosting Arlington Martin. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor is at home tomorrow entertaining Texas State. The game kicks off at 11 in the morning, and the pregame starts at 7 o'clock with Game Day Live on ESPN Central Texas. Week 2 of the NFL season got underway last night with the Chiefs beating the Chargers 27-24. The Texans play in Denver on Sunday, and the Cowboys host the Bengals. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Five Astro pitchers allowed Oakland only three hits in a 5-3 Houston victory. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 854, six away from nine. Ward White's Temple and Arlington Martin tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas. That'll yes, be sir. fun. University in Coppers Cove tonight. Make note of the start time. The broadcast now at 7, kickoff at 7.30. For both. Oh, yeah, exactly. Correct. On Star 104.9 for University on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas for Temple. And then right back here for the scoreboard show at 10.30. That's it for us. John Morris is up at 3 and Matt's at 4. We'll see you Monday at 7. And we'll talk to you in the morning at 7 from Baylor. Hey, quit laughing. Quit laughing. 7 o'clock tomorrow morning right here on ESPN Central Texas.